they had more light to read by. Jeanette Walls, The Glass Castle. We're the Book Birds. My name's Kylie Hagman. And my name's Marissa Medine. And this week we're missing Katherine Evenson, but we are the Book Birds. Uh, this week we will be talking about our favorite book or series that we read this summer. So, um, one book that I read this summer, let's just jump right in here, um, it was Malibu Rising by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And this book is kind of like, um, it's it's a little bit like historical fiction because they, it does take place in like the 1960s, I believe. And, um, well, the flashbacks are in the 1960s and then the rest of the book takes place in the 1980s. And um, it also has like a lot of drama. There's some romance in it. Um, I'm actually the biggest fan of one of Taylor Jenkins Reid's other books, which is called Daisy Jones and the Six, and, um, that is also, I believe, in, like, the 60s and 70s, and it follows a band that's kind of like Fleetwood Mac, and so I loved that book, and this book was super good, too, and it follows the children, four children of a famous singer named Mick Reva, who also makes an appearance in Daisy Jones and the Six, and, um... It's kind of, it takes place all in one day, and it goes over um, what happens in this day up to this giant party they have at night. And so um, it's also about, like, kind of their relationship with their dad, who has not been the best father to them. And then the flashbacks kind of show, like, what their childhood was like with him. So um, I really enjoyed this book, and I think um, it's probably on par for me with Daisy Jones and the Six. So both books are standalones, but they yes. they have characters that intertwine. Yes, and then That's interesting. yeah, there's another book called The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, and McReva also makes an appearance in that book. Oh. So yeah, he's in, he's like the one character that's in all three of the standalone books. Yeah, that's but. interesting that they chose him. That means like he means something. Like, yeah. significant mm-hmm. to all three books. Then yeah, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Is there like a part that was like, wow, this is like such a great book, or was that was there something that was like, wow, like I need to read the rest of them, like even if they're all standalones? Yeah. Um. Well, the first book I read by her was Daisy Jones and the Six, and that one is like one of my favorite books. I think it's so good, and um, I just really like her characters. Like she writes really well developed characters, and um, I also like like the romance she puts into the books too. It's always fun for me to read, but um, that one like as soon as I read that that book I was like I need to read you know anything else she writes you know and um Malibu Rising is probably my second favorite one I've read um Evelyn Hugo is really good though too and I they're also making a television show for Daisy Jones and the Six right now so I'm excited for that to come out too (laughs) yeah so how do you feel about like historical fiction like rather than like being set back in like the 1800s or Mm -hmm versus like being set back like just like 40 years from now or like just in the 60s like do you see like a significance and differences or like do you think it's still like prominent like oh this is in the past yeah I actually really like historical fiction and I mean I don't know I guess like when I when I'm thinking historical fiction in my head I think oh like the 1800s or like you know it has to be further back in history but um I like reading just about like past decades that are you know just a few decades ago from right now, you know, so, um, that's kind of something that I have interested in reading usually. I, I like kind of all different types of historical fiction. There's not like really a certain decade or a certain century that I always go for. Yeah. But, um, 
I mean, some of my other favorite historical fiction books, um, I read, there's this historical fiction, like, fantasy series, kind of. Um, it's not fantasy. It's more like, um, um, I, I don't really know how to describe it, but um, it's called And I Darken, mm-hmm. and um, it follows, like, um, Vlad the Impaler, but if Vlad the Impaler was a woman, mm-hmm. and so um, I think her name's Leda in it, and so I really liked that series, and that takes place much farther back in history, so it's kind of, I for me, I kind of like all different types of periods, you know? Yeah, I, I can feel that. Like, I, I've liked, like, historical fiction yeah. books in the past, but, like, some of the ones that, that we've had to read for school, like, you know, Dickens is always someone that's like, oh, he's kind of more of a dry writer, mm-hmm. or, like, um, like the Iliad, which yeah. is like mm-hmm. the mythology book. Like it's kind of it's interesting, but you know, sometimes when it's so far back, it's like okay, yeah, <laughs> kind of get like bored. Yeah, but it's always a good read. Yeah, it's always fun. So, what did you read this summer? What did I not read this summer? <laughs> well, like um, I've been on like a college romance kick. Mm-hmm. Um, so like one of the authors I read was Megan Quinn. She's like one of my favorite writers. Yeah. Uh, but the one that really stuck out this summer was um, L. Kennedy's Off Campus series. I really liked the first one, The Deal. So all four books in the Off Campus series, because there's like four main ones, and then there's like a spinoff series. But the four main ones, it goes through like Garrett Graham, there's like Logan, um, Dean, and then there's another one. But I've read the first three so far, and Garrett's is really interesting because it's like, he meets this girl, or he, like, sees that she got an A on her midterm, and he's failing the class, and in order to play hockey, he needs to pass the midterm, and the professor's like, hey, you guys can retake it, and he's like, okay, and all his friends are like, yo, you have to pass, because we need you on the field, like, on the ice or whatever, Mm -hmm. and so Garrett's like, okay, like, and then he keeps trying to, like, get Hannah, which is the main character girl, to get him to, like, like, to get her to tutor him, but she won't. Like, she keeps saying, like, no, yeah. I don't have time for you. Like, I don't want anything to do with you. And he's, like, trying to use his charm, being, like, the captain of the hockey team. Like, oh, like, I can help you out so much. Like, I'll go on a date with you, whatever. And she's, like, no, I don't care about that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like you because she likes a football player. Yeah. And But, like, it goes through their relationship, and then she eventually agrees to tutoring him, and then... You know, they're spending, like, long hours together, and then he kind of, like, messes up a little bit, and she gets kind of, like, done, and she's like, I'm done tutoring you, like, you're on your own. And, like, it happens pretty fast, because from when they took the midterm to, like, when he has to retake it, it's, like, only, like, a week or two. Yeah. So she's got to, like, pretty much teach him everything that the professor taught him all over again and, like, help him pass. And then, like, you know, he's like, okay, like, if you tutor me... I'll make you popular so this football player notices you. Mm-hmm. But then, like, he doesn't expect to fall in love with her. Yeah. And, like, that's what's interesting. Like, while they're all hockey players in the off-campus series, each relationship is so different. Yeah. And each character is so different. And, like, one of my, like, favorite things... like Well, not favorite, but, like, something that was so interesting was, like, Hannah is there for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she, like, really gets to know, like, who he is and, like, why he doesn't go home for the holidays and, yeah. like what his family life is really like, which I find interesting. Yeah. Because his dad's, like, a famous hockey player as uh, well. okay. Cool. Yeah, I, so it's one of my favorites. I think um, I like, like, the books are where somebody is like, oh, like, I'll make you popular, so, like, who yes. you like will notice you mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. I think that's a, that's a good trope, you know. Yes. Um, 
So would you say that this series is one of your favorite romance series, like contemporary romance series you've read? Yeah, you know what? Like I, I've read a lot of like contemporary romance and like the other author, Megan Quinn, she has like a really good like they're all standalones, but yeah. they all like have characters from each book okay, that tie into the next. Yeah. Which I really like that series as well. But like the Al Kennedy series is just like you can just like it's like fun reading. You yeah. don't have to think too much, like you get attached to the characters, which is always nice. And then, like, like I said, each difference so like book is so different that it's like the tropes are all different, and like just the characters and how they act, which is like really nice. Yeah. But I would say like, yeah, it's probably one of my favorites. Okay, cool. Up there with after and everything. I'm definitely gonna read it. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's exciting. Like, I like um, I want to get into more like history pieces as well, like yeah. historical fiction, just because yeah. like. I want a broader range of books that I'm reading instead yeah, of just, yeah. like, all romance. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Um, okay, so what do you think... Do you think that between, like, a lot of contemporary romance books, there's, like, similar themes between all of them? Yeah, I would say, like, a lot of them is always, like... I feel like this is, like, every time I read one of these books... It's always, like, their relationship is so strong, mm -hmm. and then, like, something happens, and then, like, split second, they're, like, I hate you, yeah. like, in this, like, in the deal by L. Kennedy, she's, like, Hannah Wells is, like, I'm done with you, like, whatever, we're broken up, and it's to protect him from his dad, because his dad was, like, threatening her, and so she's, like, I'm done, like, we're done, and he put a, like, a no-dating, like, rule out to the whole campus, mm -hmm. and he was, like, no one can date Hannah, and she's, like, trying to, like, date people to, like, yeah. show him that he's, like, she's over him. Yeah. And she's, like, why is no one going out with me? And someone was, like, finally, like, oh, like, Garrett said no one can date you. It's, <sighs> so like, you know, like, there's always, like, those, like, in every contemporary romance book, I feel like it follows kind of, like, the same, like, oh, they're, like, in love. And then it's, like, something happens, they break up. And then it, the rest of the book is them, like, trying to fight back, yeah. like, to get together again yeah. or, like fight away like from each other so like yeah. pushing each other away but do you see that like any similarities like in the historical fiction yeah I d I I see in historical fiction I feel like there are like dramatic moments like that too you know there's always something big that happens and it, it may not be like romance related mm -hmm. but there's always like a big event where like the characters are fighting or something's happening you know I feel like that's with a lot of stories yeah. in general you know well, it's kind of like that, um, what is it, the plot mountain, or like the... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's always like that the climax of like, climax something bad up. happens, mm -hmm. and then like the resolution is like, right at the end. Yeah. Which sometimes I feel like they don't give you a resolution in the first book, because you have to wait to the second or third to like, that finally get me. that answer. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had many a time where I've read, you know, like the first or second book in a series, and, I, and then I don't have the next one, and mm -hmm. it ends, and I'm like, you're like, like I need I'm this like, answer. Yeah, and like yeah. for some of the authors, like they may release like one book and then the next book, and then you have no idea what's going on, and then they don't have the third one released yeah. for like another half a year, and you're like, yeah. I, like, can you just message me like what the ending is? Like I need to know. And that's yeah. like even like uh, my friend Jesse Morales, he's like an author, yeah, and he left his first book like when the song ends on a cliffhanger, and I was like. 
so can you tell me what happened? Like, can you tell me, like, what's going to happen next? And he's like, no, that's what book two's for. And I'm like, okay, but can you tell me? Yeah. And then, like, even, like, his second one that he hasn't released yet, like, it ends on a cliffhanger as well. I'm like, dude, you got to stop this. I was like, because I need to know what happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, so one of my favorite contemporary romance authors right now is Emily Henry. Have mm. you read anything by her? I have not. Okay, well, she wrote, I've read two books by her now. One's called Beach Read, and the other one's called People We Meet on Vacation. Mm. And both of hers are, they're kind of like fun summer reads, and um, they they have like those common tropes in them where like, oh, the, you know, like the romance happening mm-hmm. and then something mm-hmm. big happens and they're, you know, they're mad at each other. But um, I just recently read People We Meet on Vacation and I really, really liked it a lot. And it's basically about um, these two characters. Um, Poppy is the girl's name and then Alex is the guy's name. And they met in, like... I think in their freshman year of college they met. And then um, they become, like, really good friends, like, best friends. And they, like, hang out all the time in college. And, you know, something kind of started... They kind of started feeling something for each other. And then... um, Eventually, they, like, start going on all these trips together, like, once they graduate college, and every year they go on a trip together. But then, like, they all, they're both kind of with other people, but they really like each other, and, um, Ah, so, yeah, it's always the best. So then, um, they, you know, the whole book is like, oh, are they going to get together or not? Yeah, like, are they going to realize their feelings? Mm -hmm. I love those. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like... Come on, like, open your eyes. They want you just as bad as you want them. You know, I'm like, just tell them. Yeah, and then, like, I know um, since Catherine's not here, we'll just, like, mention what she was reading. But over the summer, I know she was reading the first four, I think, out of seven. Yes, I believe there's seven, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's on the fourth one, I believe, now. Um, and I know she really likes Aelin and Rowan. Yes. Uh-huh. I've read the Throne of Glass series. I love it so much. And um, Aelin is probably one of my favorite fictional characters of all time. Like I think Even she's... better than Feyre? I think so, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I really, really like Aelin. And um, that whole series is so good. Every single book in the, in the series is awesome. And I just think all of the characters are so cool, you know? So they're so well-developed and... Um, the romance between Aelin and Rowan is fantastic in that book. I really love it. <laughs> so would you rather live in Feyre's world or Aelin's world? That's a hard question. That's a hard <laughs> question. Um, you know, I really like the different courts in A Court of Thorns and Roses. You know, I think that's cool with the with the different seasonal courts mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. But then... Um, I just love the Throne of Glass series so much, and I love the characters in it that I'm I'm gonna have to say that. Well, yeah, we'll have to like have Catherine uh, give us a little input next time, yeah, mm-hmm. just so she can talk about like how what her experience has been with the series as yeah. well. Um, but like with summer reading, like this is like what we're talking about, what we read in the summer. Like, mm-hmm. do you find it hard like to read like over the school year versus like reading in the summertime? Yeah, I definitely think. Um, I read so much more in the summer than I do during the school year, and I feel much more accomplished in the summer with yeah. my reading, you know? In the school, like, right now, it's be- becoming very difficult for me to mm-hmm. read, like, the books that I want to read, you know? Um, just because there's so much homework and so yes. many things going on. Yeah, but do you feel Papers. the same way? I do, so, like, it's, like, 
there's so much reading, especially being publishing majors. Like, we're constantly reading, like, 200 pages. Yeah. Like, a week from just, like, one class. Yeah. Like, my one class, we're reading a book a week. So, it's, like, yeah. it's just way too much. And, like, I miss it. Like, that's something I really always look forward to, like, breaks. Me too, yeah. Just because I'm, like, man, I can, like, finally read that book I've been wanting to read. Yeah. Or, like, I can catch up. Just because it's, like, with class, they're pulling you in a hundred different directions mm-hmm. with papers or assignments. It's just difficult. Yeah. I, I always look forward to Christmas break, yes. too, because I'm like, okay, this is many weeks now where I can read the books I want. You know? Well, yeah, because it's like we get a month off, so yeah. we can actually, like, spend our time reading exactly. and, like, catch up on what we want. Yeah. Um, so, like, with that, do you have, like, do you, how many books do you try reading, like, over the summer, like, winter break? Um, I would say in the summer, I probably read at least five per month mm-hmm. in the summer um over winter break you know in the one month we have off i probably read i probably read like three or four usually but yeah um is that similar for you yeah i would say like over the summer like if i have nothing to do besides like work i try reading as much as i can yeah so like that's like every time i get a free moment i'll try reading but over winter break, you know, like, because it's not really, like, oh, I have a whole summer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, I try spending time with family. So, yeah. I may read, like, a little less in yeah. the winter. But, like, I always have a book with me, like, yeah, in my bag too. or, like, on my phone, something. Yeah. I always read before I go to bed. Like, that's when, yes. when my favorite time is. Yeah, I know. They're always, like, set aside, like, time aside every day that you can read. And it's, like, yeah, yeah but after I read for <laughs> class, I'm, like, I don't want to read anymore. Yeah. <laughs> But I hope I never lose that, like, love for reading, even yeah. though it's, like, a publishing major. Yeah. No, I don't think I ever will. I think it, that's just something that's always, like, very joyful for yes. me you know, to read. Because so. well, you can get lost in it. Like, yeah. when you're working, like, as a publisher, we'll be doing, like, obviously work for it. But, yeah. like, outside of that, once you read, like, a, a finished book, it's yeah. going to be so much nicer. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I think that's going to be all we have for this week. Um, yes. Next week, we're going to be discussing book tropes and some of our favorite book tropes and the world of contemporary publishing. So, um, we're the Book Birds. My name's Kylie. And my name's Marissa. And we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.